welcome to Plug Your Ride, the show about Tesla. Tesla cars, Tesla news, Tesla stories, Tesla tips. This is episode 108. I'm Eddie Haskell. And I'm Justin Riley. Oh, look what I did to my hand. I got, I'm what, bleeding. Uh, what you got there? I'm bleeding. All right, so I... Yeah, I'm still struggling. I'm I'm at 110 volts in the uh, garage, <laughs> so I'm 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 in that uh, what I call losing battle as far as charging goes. Um, you know, I get home, I'll charge up at a supercharger. Get home at 50 percent. Yeah. Um, charge it up to 55 overnight. Uh, the next day, I'll drive it down to 45, charge it up to 50. The mm-hmm. next day, drive it down to 40, charge it to 45. <laughs> uh, not sustainable. So sure. I was on PlugShare uh, the other day at lunch, and I noticed that the BMW dealership literally across the street from the station mm-hmm. um, has um, free charge point chargers has four of them yeah so i thought what i'll start doing is when i come to work i'll park at the bmw dealership charge up all day yeah i'll have uh like you know 80 90 percent charge sure and i can do that you know two or three times a week and i'll be okay so i thought coming in today i'm a little low because i had to drive back from denver from the airport Mm -hmm. and it just you know not much so parked over at the bmw dealership which is physically across the street however it's across the street from the back of the station ah okay and there's a fence all the way (laughs) around our property and it feeds from the opposite end by the way our station's also a concert venue right it's a large large footprint Right, and so the fence goes to the back of the concert venue, and then there's a little uh, gate, a vehicle gate, in the middle of of that. So it adds about two blocks to the walk. Yeah, yeah. So I come across the street, and um, I I check the gate, and the gate doesn't, you know, it's locked. Sure, security is important. Right, so I climbed over. So as I'm climbing over, I have the iPad in my hand, and apparently I am not 14 years old. (laughs) So as I climbed over, I kind of tumbled, but I couldn't let the iPad hit the rocks. Of course not. Uh, because of course it's a rock garden because I'm climbing over a fence, and so I fall and I and so I shielded the iPad with my fingers and smashed them up, and I'm pretty bloody knuckled wow right now. And, so and, anyway, and that pain ca- uh, helped you save how many steps dude it's snowing and cold oh, okay. I, it was oh, worth fair it enough fair enough it was worth it <laughs> uh, so i earlier this week i uh i got a text message from the guy remember we were talking about uh the guy with the drunk roommate right yeah was, if it was, was if you, you know, were being punked or not Right, and I just I felt I, I I don't know why I don't know what satisfaction anybody would get, but I got a text. Are you around next week? And I thought, okay, you're taking this punking to a whole new <laughs> level at this stage. Uh, all of a sudden, you're gonna be meeting for coffee, and right? <laughs> buying right, each other birthday yeah. presents, yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, so. I I thought, well, okay. So I said, oh, I forgot to send you that stuff from Tesla. Let me send it to you. So I, I sent him the spec sheet, mm-hmm. and I get back a detailed email. By the way, 
even with the goofy Gmail address, um, his name, the name I was told by the builder Uh as the name. Is the the name that came back. Okay, that's good. And I'm like, all right, at least he's got the name right. He wins. Plus, then he knew what he was talking about. He mentioned that we would have to trench out to the garage, so he knows I have a detached garage. So he's he's who I... He's, He's who he is. Okay, yeah. good. So anyway, I think uh, it seems like a pretty good deal to me uh, that um, it's like 60 bucks an hour, um, 25 if I use an apprentice, and uh, should be with an apprentice under eight hours. And so, it sounds so like a lot. 85 bucks an hour for eight hours. Yeah, yeah. so... Seven, seven eight hundred bucks. Something. Yeah. yeah. I paid seven fifty uh in in Denver and there was no trenching involved. Now no, he did I paid, say I think I paid s- close to seven or a little over seven, and mine is literally a foot from the fuse box. Wow. That yeah, yeah that's that's Seattle prices yeah. right there is what that is. <laughs> uh but so and then he uh he he said if I actually dug the trench, it would save that time. And of course, I gave don't my dig, shovels. Don't dig the trench. I gave my shovels to the guy who. Eddie, look at your hand. Look at your hand right now, and don't <laughs> dig the trench. Just, just pay the money for the professionals to dig the trench. So let's see. A trench, <laughs> if it takes them an hour to dig it, is eighty-five bucks. All right, fine. I don't know why I think I'm a handyman. I don't know why I think <laughs> I'm a do it yourself. Because we all want to be. I'm the same way. I love I, uh, I'm always full of hopes and dreams when I go into Home Depot, and then I get yep. home, and I just screw it up, and then I have to pay twice as much to have it fixed. All right. Thank you for being the voice of reason. <laughs> so hopefully I can get that scheduled uh, fairly soon and and have that 1450 in the garage and yeah, uh, not have to jump to over fences to go to the BMW dealership. Right. <laughs> You do what you can, right? Of course. Oh, mind you, there's a supercharger across I-25, literally right. eight-tenths of a mile from where I am. Yeah. That would put the amount that the BMW dealership is putting in for my entire evening in in 12 minutes. But yeah, by the time you walked from there to the station, your car would be full and you'd have to walk back. Right, right. Uh, so anyway, uh, yeah, so I'm excited about that. Uh, just I've got a little bit of a scratchy throat today, which is probably the best condition I've ever come back from <laughs> the Nashville trip in. Usually I have zero voice. If you go back to, and listen to any, oh, February 20-something-ish yeah. Uh, episode, I probably sound like this. Yeah. Well, you you spend what four days in Nashville doing nothing but talking for eighteen hours a day. Yeah. And it's a lot of people talking, which means you have to talk loud so that you can be heard and uh, and 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 live music too. Yeah, that's true. So, hey, what do you think of this guy? Pretty good, huh? And so you know, you yell at each other, but uh, it's it's a seminar with probably two thousand people there that I haven't seen in a year, won't see again for another year. So you feel like you got to catch up. So of course. Apologize for the voice. Interesting, though. I apparently am the Tesla guy in the country music community. Wow. Word has everybody, spread. Everybody. Everybody I see. You know, it's like, funny, though, your Tesla? because uh, in the country world, I feel like these guys, they they come from very humble roots. I'm talking about artists. 
they come from humble backgrounds and humble roots and they they work their way up and they they play small clubs and they make a little bit of money then then eventually you get to the you know Keith Urban Tim McGraw status level and you're making right. a ton of money and those yeah. guys don't buy Teslas they buy private jets Right, they kind right. of skip right over this. So you know, in the in the pop music world, you got a lot more people driving Teslas. Actors drive Teslas. You don't yeah, see a lot of country yeah. guys driving Teslas. Well, maybe that'll change when the pickup truck is very done. well. Could yeah, because a lot of never, those guys. You'll never forget the first day you hear a country song about when he drove off in his Tesla pickup truck, right, looking at her in the right. rearview mirror. No, the car <laughs> drove off by itself and oh, left right, him. Right, right, yeah. right. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so um, but interestingly, uh, the CEO of Warner Brothers nice. came up to me mm-hmm. and he's like, I went to uh, test drive a Tesla and I so I called him and uh, they tried to give me an appointment mm-hmm. and uh, I bought a BMW i3. OK, so. I would love to know how that got there. So really, it it kind of, he said, I called the Tesla dealership, said I want to test drive. And they said, okay, well, next Thursday. He's like, no, I want to come right now. And they're like, well, Uh, you you have to book. Uh, So he promptly scooted over to the BMW dealership and bought an i3 uh, for him. It's fine and it's cool and it's fun. It's sure. like an ugly golf cart. Somebody, um, <laughs> my favorite description of the i3 is it looks like an i3 giving birth to a different colored i3. <laughs> <laughs> and it really kind of, does. Kind of true. So, uh, so anyway, clearly the CEO of Warner Brothers yeah. could afford any car he wants. Sure. And he bought a crappy little i3 because Tesla couldn't accommodate him for a test drive. Well, you know what? Now, Look, then, then he made the right choice because you would have had to – if he's not going to wait for the test drive, he's not going to wait a month for the car to be built and be delivered. He's not right. going to wait however long it's got to – he's got to wait to get a service appointment. He's not going to wait however long it takes to get parts for his car if it's damaged. I mean, you know, he right. Probably, you're right. He probably made the right decision for him. Yeah, I guess so. And, uh, you know, or uh, there, there's probably a guy at the um, Tesla dealership in Nashville going, oh, my gosh, that was Espo. Uh, why didn't he say, yeah. hi, I'm the chief executive officer of <laughs> Warner Brothers, and I'd like to come by a Tesla in about 10 minutes. Like, I'd like to drive it first. If only come he had on used, down. If only he had used the don't you know who I am line. Right, right. And But that's the thing about Nashville is none of those guys. You would yeah. see him in a bar and you would go. Who's that guy? Oh, he's uh, CEO of Warner Brothers. Oh, he's CEO of Universal Music. I mean, they're all yeah. just so yeah, good old guys. So anyway, I found that interesting and, and uh, kind of a weak spot for Tesla because they could have uh, taken – he would have loaded that baby up. I was going to say, that's, be, a, that's a P100D being sold right there. Yeah, it is. Uh, so anyway, uh, so I ran into a lady uh, from Colorado Springs um, – who is you know a radio person and she's like um we bought a model three uh in january i think she said uh bought it got it 10 days later which was amazing it seems to me that's about the average now i mean i was looking just probably 48 hours ago and we're already halfway through february and the delivery estimate is still february 
Wow. Yeah. So she um, uh, she made a plea. She said, would you please call my husband so he has someone else to talk to about that car? <laughs> and I said, well, you know, I enjoy talking about it so much. I have a podcast. She said, oh, we know. <laughs> oh, good. You're already <laughs> listeners. Perfect. Yeah. Good. So uh, anyway, I, I just thought maybe that's a business opportunity for you or I so that we could monetize this thing is just call and call us and talk about your Tesla. Tesla hotline. I like it. <laughs> Tesla hotline. Hi, what's up? Oh, I just wanted to talk to you and uh, see, did you have any paint issues when you yeah. got yours? No, no, no. Hey, have you had mobile service? What was that like? And, uh, you know, just... Um, this shock this, this this hits me as something that would be like the old Chris Farley show on Saturday Night Live. You you, you, you remember when uh, when that we put it in awesome. autopilot and it it drove without us touching it? That was awesome. That was awesome. <laughs> totally. I didn't even think about recording it and making a podcast. We should do that. There you go. It will be the the you know we the just, Tesla tapes. We just need to get a, a you know a loser line installed a phone line that's that's a radio right. thing it's a radio bit i'm not calling yes. you losers that listen to this show no, but it's yes. a it's a phone number you call and then you know you you leave a message and we play it back on the show we should look into that yeah we really should that would be fun although it, it kind of takes the conversation out of it and you've got time right now maybe you could just take some calls i'm getting bored i'll talk to you <laughs> <laughs> uh, it'll just be like yeah oh hey no 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 you don't have to go yet listen uh did you read about and just you know hit the stories <laughs> i'll just rehearse the show with them yeah i love it so maybe uh you know maybe that's uh, a new business down the road for us because um, we do love talking about teslas we do indeed. And news this week, uh, the big one, of course, Sentry Mode has yeah. been released. Uh, the uh, software update. Hey, when am I going to get it? I'm on Wi-Fi. When am I going to get it? I, I, I read yesterday that it was out 10 minutes. When am I going to get it? What you should probably do is go to the forums and ask. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe post uh, on, on Facebook. When am I going to get I it? I think that would be a great idea. I have Wi-Fi. When am I going to get it? You can uh, now see online, if you are still waiting for the update, uh, the first look at the new feature, which includes a Space Odyssey AI Easter egg. Well, it's not really an Easter egg. It's kind of the whole thing. <laughs> but uh, Tesla launched the new sensory mode to, quote, protect against break-ins and theft. The system uses the autopilot cameras to detect potential threats, and it goes through different levels of alarm based on those detected threats. Tesla explains, quote, if a minimal threat is detected, such as someone leaning on a car, sentry mode switches into an alert state and displays a message on the touchscreen warning that its cameras are recording. If a more severe threat is detected, such as someone breaking a window, sentry mode switches to an alarm state, which activates the car alarm, increases the brightness of the center display, and plays music at maximum volume from the car's audio system. Uh, the image appears to be inspired by HAL 9000, the uh, fictional AI character in Stanley Kubrick's 2001 A Space Odyssey. Um, the, the pictures and stuff out are pretty cool. You see the lights flash and the screen gets bright. Um, you know, there's been a lot of discussion about... Is it really going to be that much of a deterrent because thieves can just break in the car and pull the USB stick out? Uh, yeah. You know, if yeah. they know, 
if they know that they if could they do know, that. and you would think if people are break, well, I would I'm giving thieves too much credit. They probably don't know. Um, the alarm and notification system probably the biggest feature though. So uh, yeah, you know, even more than the cameras. And then also out this week is dog mode, which is pretty cool. And actually, that Woo! was getting a lot more press than uh, Sentry mode was. This is basically, uh, you know, people for a long time have set their climate control uh, remotely if their pe- pets are in the car. Well, people right. don't know that. People will still break the windows to save the dog that's in the heat, yes. even though it's 68 degrees inside the cabin. Uh, so now dog mode puts a message on your center screen, letting people know what the temperature in the car is and that the pets are safe and comfortable. Do we think people will read that? No, I I don't. And I think it will still result, especially too. I mean, you know, you're a guy who, uh, in this case, would work better for you. You don't tint your windows. I do. Right. And therefore, oh, yeah. it would make it harder to see the screen. Yeah, but and you do that that dark hip-hop tint. I like the dark tint. I do. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I, I, I like dog mode. I love the fact that, you know, we're just... We're, we're getting new cars every six weeks. It's pretty damn it cool. It is pretty cool. And and unfortunately, I think it sets an expectation for people. People complain so much. Hey, Elon, could you? Hey, Elon, why don't you? Hey, Elon, why can't we? And it's like when you buy a Camry, it's got a knob. Yeah. And that knob turns stuff up or down it's kind of all it does but you have to yeah. put in the dash and turn and, uh, and i kind of feel the, the, like we've become entitled your warner brother guy uh with his i3 and gonna have to worry about that right exactly exactly he's not gonna have dog mode no he's he's gonna have my car looks like it's giving birth to another car <laughs> mode uh but i i like it i uh, i uh, haven't gotten it yet but uh, you know what? I just realized I don't have Wi-Fi in my garage. Oh. Interesting. Because I had an attached garage in right. my last house and pretty decent Wi-Fi mm-hmm. in the garage. But the new one, I have the detached garage, and it's probably 20 feet from the house. But my access point is on the absolute front of the house in my office. Which is the opposite side of your garage? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, garage is back. Well, you may have to, like, front. you may have to daisy chain some extenders or something. You have well, to put I've, one in the back of the house. I, I've then- got a... Yeah, I got an airport extreme that used to be really state of the art. Those are, and they I don't think power. they even make them anymore. And so, and it's starting to flake out. I would mm. say probably twice a day uh and that's twice a day while i'm using it right it'll just go and then when i open up the app to check on it it's yellow Mm. and it's you know restarting so i kind of feel like it's time dude i just bought another 500 hundred dollar espresso machine today i bought a (laughs) i bought a uh 400 vacuum cleaner last weekend see getting a paycheck now has it's like i feel rich every two weeks (laughs) and you just moved and when you move it costs you a fortune because of all the new stuff you have to buy yeah Um, so uh, it's funny so every time i've come to visit you we go to starbucks every day so (laughs) what do you need an espresso machine for well you know um I don't know. I thought about that today when I when I ran the card yeah. for five hundred dollars. Yeah. Is how many Starbucks is that? And it it's about four months. Well, so we'll you have know. espresso at the house next time. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so um, 
but the point is, I've been itching to buy a mesh system. Oh, yeah. Either, um, either the Orbi, mm-hmm. which I hear is kind of the best, or the Eero, uh, or the uh, Google Wi-Fi. Uh, the thing I don't like about the Google, well, I, I guess most of them, is that there are three units, and it'll cover 4,500 square feet. I don't need that. I need two. Yeah. So Google, you can buy them separately. I think they're like 99 bucks each. So that's 200 but three is 250 so I might as well get three. But um, maybe... Hmm, scratching my chin. Maybe uh, I get one of those mesh systems that has three. I put one in the office where the access point is, one upstairs in the bedroom, and then the other actually in In the the garage. garage. Yeah. And totally. That, yeah. Maybe I'll do that. Uh, But I just realized that I probably have uh, zero. Wi-Fi coverage in the garage now, so maybe that's why I'm not getting up. That'll updates. be an issue, yeah. yeah. I thought I didn't when I got my Model X, and then it turned out I had one with bad Wi-Fi. So after yeah. I went and bought extenders and everything else, trying to get it to connect to damn Wi-Fi, right. I find out, oh, yours is one of the affected vehicles. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Nice. What are, you, uh, <laughs> what are you using for Wi-Fi? Uh, Xfinity, um, just their hub. Oh, their, their yeah. modem? Yeah. Yeah. And, okay. All right. Very good. Um, uh, So uh, hopefully this isn't going to cause a problem for our European listeners. Um, A week ago, we told you about the first shipments of Model 3s arriving in Europe. Tesla is now ending its contract with a company that prepares the vehicles at the port due to complications. Elon confirmed Tesla has experienced some difficulties handling the shipment at the port, which resulted in many buyers having their delivery delayed. Tesla reportedly had hired a company called ICO to handle 3,000 Model 3s per week coming to Europe, but now they've handled the delivery preparation of Model 3s themselves in order to accelerate the process. I don't like that. I Every time Tesla says, let's do it ourselves, yeah. it's it doesn't work Hopefully well. it's temporary until they find somebody else that can handle the 3,000 yeah. a week. Yeah. Oh, by the way, we'll handle it ourselves, says the company that got rid of 30% of its workforce. Right. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, the decision came after Elon visited the Zeebrugge port, and there was also a day-long national strike that affected port workers. That's probably it. Mm. And reportedly resulted in delaying some Tesla deliveries. We know he's not a big fan of unions for that very reason. Uh So ICO is still involved in some parts of the process, but about, or it's, it's, Europe, so it would be process, correct? Oh, process, yes, yes. yeah. Uh, some parts of the process, but about 100 ICO workers hired specifically for the Model 3 contract were reportedly told not to come back to work. Uh, there are several more ships with Model 3 vehicles currently on their way to Zeebrugge port as Tesla ramps up its Model 3 deliveries in Europe. Hopefully, they won't be... Um, sitting on a boat for weeks that is um one thing i've actually enjoyed seeing online in the in the forums is uh the people uh in europe posting pictures yeah. of their long-awaited of model three yep. deliveries it's fun to see that 
Yeah. Well, another Tesla accident, and and this one actually warrants a little news coverage, I think. I normally say, uh-uh, it, every car crashes, but this is right. interesting. A Tesla Model X crashed into several signs on the road in New Jersey this week, and the driver claims that it was on autopilot, and he couldn't disengage the driver assist system, which oh would my. be a first. Yeah. Uh, the driver was not hurt nor charged, but the vehicle sustained uh, extensive damage. According to local news outlet NJ.com, the police wrote in the report, quote, the vehicle could have gone straight or taken the Adams Lane exit, but instead split the difference and went down the middle, taking the vehicle off the roadway and striking several objects at the roadside. Now, we've heard that before where it can't I, decide. You know what? I, I believe the guy already because mine... Uh, you know, that's when I find that if you're not in the left lane, yeah. um, autopilot's useless yeah. on I-25 because every merge lane where you have uh, the the right stripe ending yep. and then it coming One in, coming back uh, in, yeah, coming back in, it splits the difference buggy, and it, yeah. it, it veers you to the right and then corrects you back into the lane. So uh, I, I tend to believe that that might have happened. I believe that. Here's what I don't believe. The Tesla owner states that he tried to regain control of the vehicle. However, it would not let him. I don't believe it. A Tesla spokesperson sent Electric the following statement, quote, safety is the top priority at Tesla, and we engineer and build our cars with this in mind. We also ask our customers to exercise safe behavior when using our vehicles. Uh, including following the car's instructions for remaining alert and present when using autopilot and to be prepared to take control at all times. Uh, a driver can easily override autopilot by lightly touching the steering wheel or brakes. Moreover, the brakes have an independent bypass circuit that cuts power to the motor no matter what the autopilot computer requests. And the steering wheel has enough leverage for a person to overpower the steering wheel assists at all times. Since we launched autopilot in 2015, we are not aware of a single instance in which autopilot refused to disengage. Uh, that part, I agree with Tesla. There yeah. is no way that he tried no. to disengage autopilot and it didn't. One of two things happened, and I'm betting it's number one. You stepped on the gas instead of the brake. Yeah. Uh, yep. That, is, uh, but even but also, jerking the wheel, yeah, you're going to override it. It doesn't take much. Like, no. It's gotten more sensitive since well, you you know, know what? the nags came up. Yeah, what I found is on those on ramps where it tries to center, I, I've kind of, if I leave just, if I put just enough left pressure on the steering wheel, yeah. sometimes it will get the clue and say, I'll just follow the I'll left just stay stride. here, yeah. Um, but 50% of the time, yeah. And it disconnects. I mean, it doesn't take Even, much. It's, I mean, it's like you, you got to wiggle it this much to dis, to, to uh, dismiss the notification, the warning. Yep. And if right. you go a little beyond that, it yep. shuts it down. I, I'll i be interested. I'll, I'll be following this one because, you know, yeah. Tesla's got logging software that, of course. that every every tiny bit of pressure you put on that wheel is going to be recorded. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what the log file says for that. If that indeed happened, yep. it's a major malfunction. Huge. It's not it's not a glitch. It's no, something went horribly wrong at that moment. The mother yeah, something in the system went bad. If if him stepping on the brake did not stop the car. Yeah. Yeah. Or or just jerking the wheel didn't get him back in the lane. I'm and at bet, what point I'm gonna bet. Uh, 
we've got somebody that wasn't paying attention. And I was going to say, at what to blame point? Yeah, at what point when autopilot's trying to split the difference? Did you regain control since your hands were on the wheel and you were alert? Right. Yeah. And and also, I, I mean, and it again, fought you. It you fought wanna, you. You want to, you want to give the guy the benefit of the doubt, but you also, uh, you, you know, you and I especially, both having driven Teslas with autopilot, yeah, know how easy it is to disengage it. How yeah, sometimes yeah. you don't even want it to disengage, and it disengages. Um, yeah. I, and let's let's go beyond it. Let's say this is a major malfunction. It would have had to have been multiple systems that failed because right. not only could he not regain control of the car, he couldn't stop the car, and right. the automatic emergency braking didn't pick up the objects in front of him. Right. So three failures yeah. and three entirely different systems. The auto steer function, uh, if he jerked the wheel, it would have got him back on the road. Right. Even if the accelerator was hung. Right. Um, but then braking didn't disconnect, and the steering... He couldn't overpower. So basically what you have is a machine who's, who's grown a mind of its own, <laughs> refuses to relinquish steering control, and refuses to allow your brakes to override. Hey, man. And then AEB didn't work. Maybe it's more than just an Easter egg of putting the HAL 9000 uh, right. picture up. Maybe, uh, yeah. maybe these cars are taking over. I got a mind of their own now. I'm sorry, yeah. Dave. I can't Get, stop. Let We're me run steer. Into these signs, Dave. I'm sorry, Dave. I can't do that. Yeah. Stop. I'm sorry, Dave. We're going <laughs> to hit the signs. Don't hit the signs. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm sorry, Dave. Pod bay doors closing. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be interesting to um, to to watch. I mean, that's going to be a really interesting story uh, because I can't. I can't imagine the guy believes Tesla isn't going to defend themselves right. and pull every record of every, and they've got it. Of course. Like multiple times per second, mm-hmm. it's making entries in that log file. To the point where they're going to be man. able to go back and look at the camera data too, I think, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they should be able to. So very interesting. We'll keep uh we'll keep an eye on that one. Uh earlier this week, rumors that GM and Amazon were interested in Rivian. Uh they are, if you'll remember, the startup electric pickup and SUV maker, which by the way, I predict will be more popular in Nashville than Tesla. Oh God! Yeah. Um, you know there was the, an article today. Uh, I don't want to off track you, and I and I I didn't get a chance to read it all. And just from the headline, I thought it was clickbait. But they said um, that Tesla and Rivian together with their trucks could take down the F one fifty. Yeah, I I did talk to a couple of artists, country singers in Nashville. That just sounds so hillbilly country singers country singers uh, but a couple of the country artists that uh and and rivian came up with yeah. one of them they yeah. said what do you think about the rivian and i said i think it's going to be the first electric pickup you can buy mm-hmm. and uh, one of them i believe somebody had a deposit down yeah and um you know i hope and again, sidetracking even more, that the Tesla pickup truck doesn't look like all of the renderings <laughs> that, that we're seeing online, which is basically yeah. a Model S with a, a, a bed that would hold an ice chest. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, please make them big and beefy. Make them an F-150 that's electric because that's what these people need. Mm-hmm. Imagine, uh, you know, I I saw a truck over by the, the, the house, you know, one of the contractors, and it was just beaten up on the side yeah. and uh, they don't care. No. Cosmetics mean nothing well, to Well, I think I guys. said that a couple weeks ago when we were talking about it, that they need to make a base model that is nothing more than an electric engine at a bed. Yeah. And and these guys, um, imagine if you're a contractor and you've got a hundred, you're, you're driving 60 miles, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, 120 mile round trip every day, and it didn't cost you a penny for gas. That's yeah. real savings sure. for somebody who works for a living uh, and, and needs a truck. So anyway... Um, Amazon has confirmed they are closing a $700 million round of funding. That's, That's a pretty good investment. Yeah. Makes you wonder why Amazon would care, unless maybe it's that last mile delivery that, that they're yeah. looking at. Could very well um, be. Yeah, Rivian confirmed that the funding includes, quote, participation from existing shareholders, but there's no mention of any involvement by GM. Uh, Rivian is Amazon's second big investment in the auto industry this month alone. Last week, they invested in the self-driving startup Aurora. Uh, Jeff Wilkie, who's Amazon's CEO Worldwide Consumer, commented on the new investment and says, We're inspired by Rivian's vision for the future of electric transportation. RJ has built an impressive organization with a product portfolio and technology to match. We're thrilled to invest in such an innovative company. Last year, Rivian unveiled its first two electric vehicles. They were a pickup truck and an SUV built on the same platform, which is smart. Yep. Uh, the base model is expected to start at 69000 before incentives, and the company aims to start production in late 2020. So it'll be and interesting to see. We'll potentially still have the $7,500 if it's still there. Uh, likely we'll have yeah yeah well if i mean i'm seeing now that people are introducing bills to, that's what i that was the likely part not the fact that they've already yeah, sold two hundred thousand of them right just right, the fact yeah, of if it's still there or not <laughs> yeah i i don't know uh maybe they'll declare a national emergency that all of our money is being spent on um electric uh vehicle rebates i don't know so um all right so you got an email and i i cheerfully passed this one off to you justin because it was about uh issues early issues with uh model x yeah greg uh typed in said he's a big fan of your show from new zealand love our foreign listeners uh g'day i mean what do they say well they it's it still works it's not australia don't don't call them australia but you know it's right next door Okay. Uh, he wants to know what my experience is with Model X reliability. I bought a CPO X75D, he says, 10 months ago, and he's had it in the service center for a total of four weeks. Eek. Uh, he said he's got a uh, heater broken and the customs uh, are not letting parts through the border uh, for a week. And now Model X wings are damaging the paint on the C pillar and have to be repainted, uh, which means he's been driving a P85D. For a few weeks, which he says I can't really complain about. And he, uh, he asked if uh, we always got performance loaners. Well, let me start from the top. Uh, mm-hmm. Look, Model X is great. I will say I believe they have more issues than the others purely because there's so many more moving parts. Exactly. Um, 
you know, I had issues. Uh, I mentioned it earlier. I had issues with Wi-Fi, which actually ended up being on on Model S's as well. It just happened around my build time. Right. Um, no within, sounds. Within the first month, I had issues with the sound cutting in and out. Um, sometimes yep. I would power on the car and there'd be no audio. Not just audio system, but like, you know, no no dings, no chimes, the blinker sound. None of that stuff was there. It was just dead silent. Um my uh the actuator that closed soft closes the doors that pulls the doors yeah. in on the passenger side went out in the first month or two um i had uh ended up kind of being nothing i thought i had a chipped rear glass panel on mine but it turned out to be like uh glue from oh, right. the window yeah, and yeah, they, yeah. they were able to get their chemicals and get it off there i thought it was chipped but it was actually just black glue that was over it um what else uh, those are the big ones that stick out in my mind. But um, do, do you always get performance loaners? Uh, once I did, it was a software limited, which he says over there they're not software limiting them. That's pretty cool. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Uh, one time I got a Ford Focus rental, not nearly as sexy. Nah. <laughs> but but yes, I I we we've talked about the build quality before. It's increasingly getting better and better. We've seen it just over a six month period in model three. I mean, if you got one of those model threes at the end of 2017 versus when you got yours, Eddie in October of 18, right? I mean, it's leaps and bounds ahead of where they were. So yeah, model X has been now in production for what? Four years. Yep. Uh, it's getting better. It's still got work to do. The Falcon Wing doors cause a lot of problems. I mean, I've well, seen now even, with the with e- the snow of people yeah. getting them where they won't open or they won't close. And, right. You know, it's uh, it's a hassle. Well, for sure. Even even the soft closed doors. That's not necessary. Just slam the door. Thank yeah. you for the party. I trick. will say though, I miss it. Like the one thing I do when I uh, get in, like your Model Three. Right. And I push the button for the door to open. I'm yeah. waiting for it to open. I'm like, oh <laughs> right, I have to push it. Ah, nice. Nice. Um, All right. Well, uh, we love getting your emails. Uh, You can uh, send one to me. I am Eddie at PlugYourRide.com. And I'm Justin at PlugYourRide.com. And um, I saw something. I think I'm going to get these. Yeah. I can't really call it a tip of the week. This is a pre-tip of the week. Okay. Uh, Have you seen the little stickers uh, for the Model 3 door button? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're like six bucks. Yeah. I think I'm going to order a set. Um, I had people in the car the other day. I was, I was and, about to ask if anyone has has pulled the emergency lever on accident yeah, yet. And and I uh, yes. Um, and you know what? It goes with with the person's personality. If they're a <laughs> boisterous person, yeah. If, if they're loud and outgoing when the car stops, I, all right, I'll throw it out there. Big Rob, you know it. Ah, and uh, I do know Rob. Great dude. Yeah. And uh, but the kind of guy that when you stop the car is like, get me out of this thing and yep. just grab the handle and and, and jump out. Um, other people just look confused and they're like and you're like the button and they look at the window button. You're like, no, up there with the little white dash. White on yeah. It. Yeah. And uh, so there's a guy that I found online, um, I, I think in probably the Model 3 owners group that has made these little stickers that are white door icons. They look like a door. And they stick on right under the uh, little white line. And I'm wondering psychologically if that's going to make much difference with somebody. If they're instantly going to see a door and go, oh, that's the door button. Well, because isn't it, it, I have to go back and look at them now, but doesn't it look like a, a, a view of the car looking straight down and it's like the door 
open? Uh, there are different. There, there are three different ones. Okay. There is a um, a car from above with a door icon. Uh, kind of like what you would see in the dash as right. a warning yeah, that yeah, the door was open. Yeah, uh, and then there's another one that's just the frame of the door looking okay. at it from the side, which got is it. not as door-like. Right. It's It's got like a black in the middle where the window would be. I would think that and, the, psychologically the, the one that looks like the one you'd see in the instrument cluster right. is... is would, would you tell them? And I, I mean, look, knowing how I am, I'm a visual person, though. So if I got in and saw it, then I would know right then. Right. I mean, I right. would say, oh, look, that's a button that looks like a door. I bet I push that to get out. Yeah. Yeah. I think so, too. So maybe for my social experiment, I'll get all of them and then I'll 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 have, you know, 100 different people in my car and, and we'll do a <laughs> probability on which one's more effective. But yeah, they're like six bucks. So. Sorry, that's not really a tip of the week. It's just something that came in my head. Uh, I'm going to get them. I'll try them. And then I'll make them a tip. How about that? Very good. All right. All right. Well, that's it for this week. Uh, Do appreciate you listening. Uh, Be sure you like us. Uh, Is it like? Favorite. Rate. Whatever. Subscribe. Uh, We're on the Apple uh, Podcast app. We're on the Google Podcast app. We're on TuneIn, which gets us in the dash of your car. So if you've got a Tesla, just search for Plug Your Ride. It'll find us. And then once you do, just touch the little star and you will be subscribed. And the latest episode will always pop up in your dash. Also, uh, give us a rating uh, if if you would. I was I was listening to a friend of mine's podcast the other day, and they're yeah. like, we just found out that makes a huge difference where you show up in suggestions for people. Oh. So it's not just for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of just for us. No, it's not. <laughs> it will help other new Tesla owners who are looking for a Tesla podcast to find ours first. So if you enjoy it, please give us a, a five-star rating. The nice thing is, at least with iTunes, I'm not sure about Google Play, but with iTunes, you don't have to fill out uh, a paragraph right. on, on yeah. why you like it or don't. It looks like right. you do, but you don't. You can just click the stars and say exactly submit. submit. So there you go. All right. We'll talk to you next week. Uh, I'm going to go jump the fence and uh, see how much my car's charged up. Hey, be careful.